punch was that? Did you see that, Carl? He undercut it up like that? Yeah, he did a swinging uppercut, like a, a twirly, twirly punch. Yeah, like his Pluto. Now, look, everybody oh. saw. <laughs> We've been watching you in a towel for 20 minutes. Now, this guy. Oh, Peter, well, Peter Slarry. He's the phys ed teacher, but he was in commando, lethal weapon. But then his. It, yeah. His career nosedived, and he was in something called the Bear Wench Project. <laughs> in which, oh, God. Yeah. And these sorority girls go into the forest and get topless, essentially. Uh, and in the last I heard, February 2011, he was selling timeshares. Oh, well, you know what? He's alive. That's all that matters. Uh, you the world doesn't revolve like that, around entertainment. He's alive. No, it's not good, Mike. It's he's not good. Hey, we don't rate people based on what movies they were in. Uh, as long as they can feed their family, exactly it's five shares. Look, he sells timeshares, Mike. That's not a career. Now, look, once I told you I had to not smoke pot because I had a drug test coming up, and you are like, at least you got a job. What are you talking about? It's the terrible thing. I can't smoke pot. I would have another job. Stop saying at least you have. Now Munchie is claiming oh, that he but at least... William Shakespeare's plays. He's Francis Bacon? Oh, yes, that's right. Francis Bacon. <laughs> He's anonymous? Did you ever see that movie? I think it was called Anonymous. It was a, a film about the guy who wrote William Shakespeare's uh, plays. <laughs> no, that sounds interesting. Should and it was directed by, it was directed by uh, the guy who directed Independence Day in like 2012 and all those like uh, disaster films. Right. And he's like, my pet project is to prove Shakespearean experts are wrong. And the Earth is flat. But do you recommend I see? Oh wait. Uh, we oh, I haven't see seen it. I've never seen it. He goes, hey Snookums, how's Bunny Poo or whatever. He still has a job? Yeah, that's right. He was just embarrassed is all. And he blamed it on Gage. Oh, Gage. Well, he's You're like, the most rascalian seventh grader. But I know you did it. I read your Twitter feed. Oh, Romeo, Romeo. What so play are they doing? breaks, and so he breaks. A light goes through the window what light breaks yonder window and it that's funny carl yeah well really, so basically really this is the guy who's mean to him and he's going to be embarrassed in front of the entire school thanks to munchie oh. now jennifer rolling around his... what's that i was just going to say both william shakespeare and munchie are probably rolling around in their graves <laughs> Munchie is, uh, yeah, is thousands of years old. Uh, he won't be rolling around in any grave. He's, uh, he's. You'll see a little bit later in the plot. We find out that he's like over four thousand, five thousand years old, and he's been like he just claimed he wrote Shakespeare stuff. Like he'll be claiming he did a lot of things. Oh yeah. Well, how how well, how come you spent thirty years in the box if you're so great? Yeah. He asked him that over the pepperoni pizza, and he said, like, 
when I'm in a box, I can't get out. I, I have limits, you know, and my magic doesn't work that way. It goes, give me a break. Now we've explained away a plot point. Now, Jennifer oh, no, it's good. Um, really, I... She's only 12 years old here, you see, and she really has no chest to speak of. She hasn't grown. I was about to say the exact same thing. Well, but the thing is, <laughs> as she becomes a woman, <laughs> they still don't grow. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Jennifer Love Hewitt go to those like Acme commercials that play on uh, certain basic cable channels? I don't know. I know they're that like... it's in Hallmark Channel nowadays. Yeah. Oh, what was her famous thing? Was it Party of Five? Was yeah. it uh... – I wanted to say House of Five. You're right. I think it's called Party of Five. And then she went on to do I Know What You Did Last Summer. Those were her two big, big things. Yeah. Those are great. I love those movies. You know, they got a big controversy with those films because these are R-rated movies that were aimed for teenagers. Yeah. And uh, watch groups actually called out the, the movie studio and said, you can't knock this shit off, you know. But, you know, like all the marketing was aimed for like kids to go, hey, come see it. Because they just want the kids to show up that weekend and see those films. Mm -hmm. Now, she, Jennifer believe it or Love. not, is a singer. She's released four studio albums. Um, and when she was 12, she released an album, her debut album. It was called Love Songs. And I guess that's a joke from her name. You know, I actually knew that. It, well, it was exclusively Dude, like, Japan, it claims. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I've seen the album. I, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. The, the, but a friend of mine burned me a copy of it, or mm -hmm. he got me a cassette of it, and I just never listened to it. Now, I don't know anything about her songs, but they sound very suggestive. It's very bad, I think. Let's see, 12, 13, 14, 15. So she, she recorded a song at 15 called Let's Go Bang. Huh. In 2002, she did a song called Bare Naked. Huh. You know, if, if these songs had another entendre, it would yeah. be a double entendre. <laughs> it, Bare Naked reached 37 on the Billboard charts, and I guess that's good. Bare, I want to get bare naked with you. <laughs> okay, now he brings Munchie's like chess, treasure chests uh, to Artie Johnson. And we're about to learn that this guy is, is, is thousands of years old. He goes, don't move, Artie don't Johnson? move, don't breathe. And I thought the, the, the script should have made Gage say, can I at least breathe? Okay, so here, you see the pictures? Holy shit. Egyptians. That's Munchie. Oh, he's hanging out with the Buddha. Right. Buddha, that Buddha looks like somebody I know. Is it my Facebook profile picture? <laughs> the one where you have a shadow under your nose that looks like a Hitler mustache? Yeah. Yeah, I had to lose that. I, I did not realize. You had said that to me, but then this other guy, Bo Blaze, said that to me and another person. And I was like, you know what? I better just drop this thing. <laughs> German. No need to make it an issue. So Munchie, I mean, Artie really wants to meet Munchie now because there's all sorts of ancient civilization secrets he could unlock 
by sort of interviewing this guy. Huh. What do you mean by interview? Interview? Is it going to torture him or? No. It would be like... It would be like Francis Truffaut and uh, it would be like uh, Peter Bogdanovich talking to Orson Welles no, type interview. In fact, the Elliot character is also a professor at the university, and what he does is he dissects animals and gives them cancer cells, and then when he dies, he like figure, tries to figure out – I don't know. Later, he's going to find Munchie, and he's going to be like, I need to dissect this. So right. Artie's the good scientist, and Elliot's the bad one. Gotcha. God, that must have been. I'm so glad you watched this movie beforehand because I would have needed a script sheet to to follow the comp. This is super complicated. Yes. Look, her uh, his his mom's boyfriend. He looks less sleazy today. I guess it's because he buttoned up his shirt. In every scene, this guy is a jerk. He's oily, man. Eat my shit, Elliot. Gage, go fuck yourself. That's what's happening. <laughs> Ooh, they got an old-timey telephone. Yeah, that makes sense. It's 92. So I want to say, like, in his bedroom, besides all that dartboard and Wolverine posters, right. the chair that he sat on when he was talking to Munchie had a Santa Cruz sticker on it. And that's, like, a really famous, iconic uh, design. Like, the way it looks like those jelly beans, like... The, the lettering for Santa Cruz, it's like, it's like the I Heart New York of the West Coast. It's like I a see. famous, uh, yeah. So maybe they live in Santa Cruz. Well, this was filmed, let's see here. This was filmed in uh, Studio City, California and Los Angeles. Um, oh, I got you. And that Italian restaurant we saw, they're going to go to it now, too. It's a real place on Tujunga Avenue in Studio City, California. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't think it's pronounced Tujunga. I, I know how it's pronounced. I've heard Tujunga? it. I'm just not even going to bother. Tujunga. Like Tujunga. Yeah. Oh, look at him. He's got camo. They're storming Norman. Well, he's going right, to fuck this guy up. It's gonna be uh, look. He looks like Storming Norman, Schwarzkopf, right? The the general in the first yes, Iraqi war. That's right. So what he just did was shake up the champagne bottle. Elliot puts on sexy music, and every time he does, uh, uh, Munchie changes it to be John Philip Sousa. <laughs> I like that. Turns okay, let's hear some of the sexy music. Yeah. Why you gotta be so rude? Can't you see I got feelings too? Why you gotta be so rude? I'm gonna bury that girl. Bury her anyway. Bury, bury that girl. girl. No matter what you say. <laughs> in my backyard. So he comes, she, she comes in and goes, I know, Elliot, I didn't know you liked Sousa. Yeah, good march. Nothing like you and me and some Sousa. Oh, Lonnie. Big bad 
Big Bad Mama 2. I think that was the um, Martin one, right? Well, yeah, Big Mama's House 2, right? Oh, no. So it's That's Martin Lawrence. I was going to say that's a pretty impressive film. No, this is called Big Bad Mama 2 with Angie Dickinson, actually. Yeah, this guy didn't make any mainstream... But, I mean, Tracy Lord well, we, we, and Heather Locklear and Angie Dickens, Dickinson, I mean, he rubbed Kelly LeBrock. This guy, Hard Bounty in 1995 calling, starring Kelly LeBrock. So he rubbed shoulders with what's some... What's Hard Bounty? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like, even this film, a kid's film, he has, like, Lonnie Anderson. Look at yeah. Lonnie. And uh, that, that playmate, Ted, and uh, this guy's a ladies' man, the director. <laughs> or he's a total creep. But either way, he brings him in. Wow, so this is like, oh, come on, Munch, knock it off, Munchie. Munchie just stole his wallet. Now, Munchie. These pranks are getting uh, working with. He's giving him a hot foot. Carl, I've never seen this before. It's ridiculous. Remember when we used to do that? We would go to no. Newark and we would, like, when people were waiting for the bus, we would stick wooden matches in their shoes and light it. No, <laughs> hysterical. I never that. I would never give a hot foot just because, I mean, the universe would say, it's been done. Isn't that where you shit on someone's shoes? No, that's a shot, shot foot. <laughs> it's so bad. So, <laughs> I heard screaming. I can't believe they're having a romantic dinner at 4.30 in the afternoon while the kid's upstairs. And Lonnie. Go back and play Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So even though he couldn't have anything to do with it, Elliot's blaming him. He had everything to do with it. His, his ego, his id, is uh, run loose as a as munchie. Boy, Lonnie is looking good in that dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She looks great. Did she pass away, Carl? I don't think so. All right. Well, then I take that question back. Uh, let's see here. The last time she was in anything, I think she was in. Um, she was the mom in A Night at the Roxbury in '98. Uh, of course. Oh, that's great. All right. Let me look it up here. Did the dog die? <laughs> <laughs> you can check for Lottie Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Now, this Andrew Elliot, uh, this this Elliot is Andrew Stevens, and he was he's a producer. Uh, but before that, he had a bit role in Shampoo. Um, oh, he didn't really do anything. Okay, these are his credits, right? He was in uh, Shampoo. I have said that he was in uh, Massacre at Central High, Vigilante Force, Day of the Animals. The Fury, with Kirk Douglas, actually. And he was in The Boys wow. in the Sea, and he was in both Death, Death Hunt films with Charles Bronson. Not Death Wish, it was called Death Hunt and Midnight. I don't know, he was around. But he's a producer. So she was in Stroke, right? 
He was a choker ace. I remember that. I'm talking about Elliot. Oh, right. Yeah, Elliot, he okay, was so... nominated for a Golden Globe once for Boys and Company C. Wow. I guess. Look, he even got his own. How did Munchie, did Munchie go out to a fucking Army Navy store and bought that shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's magic, right? Maybe Stolen Valor, that's what it is. Next thing, Munchie's going to go to the shopping mall and be like, I'm a veteran, I should get 20% off. <laughs> so, um, no thank you for your service, Munchie. So, um, he, <laughs> Munchie's saying, what you need is a party to cheer you up. And Elliot's like, no way, Munchie. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get a very bad um, Jack Nicholson impression, and when that comes up, I'll play it for you. Okay, I'll, I'll be quiet then. But this is like the DNA from the first Munchies, because they probably partied on campus. Uh-huh. Hi, it's Mitchell. A Munchie party. So he's calling up Love Hewitt, a- Andrea, and inviting him over, her over for a party. Wow. As Elliot. So she thinks Elliot invited him to a party. Now he's, ca- I'm sorry, as Gage. Now he's calling up a caterer to, as Elliot with Gage, with Elliot's credit card. Right, because he took the wallet. And he's right. using the old timey telephone. Hello, Andy Griffith? Listen, there's a fire in Mayberry. I need you over. Okay, listen to the Jack Nicholson impression. Okay, now look, he just said, do you think you could airlift some girls in? It means prostitution in a kid's show. Oh, I know everything. Also, well, I mean, this Jack Nicholson impression is for the kids anyway, so. That's what I mean. Like, they're going to know Jack Nicholson. I mean, he said to airlift girls in. I mean, okay, so now there's a party happening. Ah, and they're airlifted girls. Right. Oh, look, it's the band from Bachelor Party. Yeah, no, the internet what, was the boy... about this band, so I guess it wasn't a real band. It was actors. That makes sense. But I mean, you think it was the band from Can't Hardly Wait? Highlight some band and get more buzz about their film, but they didn't do that. Well, Carly, it's lazy screenwriting, right? There's a party, so we have girls, a keg, and a there's a keg. Yeah, the kids band. party. That's right. Whoa! He's making cocktails. Look at that! Look at that girl dancing behind there, Carl. Look, did you see her? No. Uh, so two piecer. Let's now see here's, if we our, see her. here's our I'm friend gl- from the show from Rosebud Beach Hotel. Oh, she brought a date. Principal uh, Boner. Yeah. Now, Principal Boner's so pleased with the party, he's like, forget about those, you know, study hall and... That's risky business, right? Oh, we'll definitely we're gonna accept you at the Harvard. Good right. job. Oh, Ed O'Neill's here. Bud Bundy, nice to meet you. Al Bundy. Well, it's the dad. And we're gonna find out that this is the most fun the dad has had since... 
the, their, since Jennifer's mother died, you see? And we're getting set up. Okay, so now Elliot will snobby ask her to marry and when she says no, insult her. Well, that's how you do it, I think. Is it because you're ugly? Ooh! Ow! He's nagging her. You know when you say negative things? Yeah. Carl? She said, 30-something divorcees with children are a glut on today's market. Now, Elliot wants to pay, but what? No wallet. Right. He should have figured that out. Oh, worst, worst proposal ever. Worst you be this is cheap ass. Yeah. Now, this is the same restaurant as before, but we didn't get the big Italian stereotypes. Well, they're not eating pizza. Oh, there's the band. Oh, uh, I'd like to dedicate this next song. Very sexy girls as musicians. And yeah. Not that that Ooh, there's Bill. But... Bill and Ted. Yeah. And who yeah, see, that, that there are two keys. That's probably the director. I don't know. There's Fred Flintstone. So, wait, there's a piano player and a rock band? I guess yes, and Munchie just drank his drink. Yeah, but Munchie bought the fucking keg. What's... Now we get a poop joke. Hey. There's Jason Sudeikis. Look at that stupid hat. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. It's uh, Captain Crunch in us. Okay, so now we miss an opportunity in the film. Now we have some alone time between the two of them. And there should be some, right. like, real connection made here. But there isn't. Oh, that's shame. Move the plot forward. Artie. Artie. You didn't invite me to your party, kid. I'm Artie the party. They call me Party Johnson. <laughs> so our Party Johnson just got his grant, and he can go around the world studying ancient civilizations that died. And he's like, oh, you've got a great party going on in there. And, you know, I expected the director to be like, why wasn't I invited? He's like, can I come? I know. He invited Fred Flintstone. Right. Why not invite laughing while you're at it? It was munchy. I don't get it. I mean, it's, it, it, listen, Carl, if we were at a party and it was a 12-year-old boy hosting it, yeah. you think after a couple of beers we would leave? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many beers? Because then we might stay. Well, it depends. Like, if I start talking to somebody, I may want to buy her a drink. 
Why do nice boys like bad girls? Why do nice girls like bad boys? Right. Look, bad girl. Kisses. Mm. Oh my God, you're a sexy grandpa. Dirty grandpa. Oh. That's so weird the principal shows up with his girl. Go, go, Monty. It's your birthday. You go, Monty. It's your birthday. Okay, now Lonnie comes home to discover a party. Yeah, drug guy in a tuxedo. He called I'm shaking, not stirred. Look at this. Uh-oh. Gage? I saw the movie Risky Business, and I thought, well, everyone out. Yeah, there you go. Lay down the line, Mom. That's right. Elliot thinks he's got a victory. Uh, yeah, but who who paid for the party? Elliot's credit card. Yeah, that's right. Wait till Elliot <laughs> finds out. Now, remember the snoring. It pays off now because they overhear the snoring, and they're like, what's that? So now Lonnie will totally. Oh. Yeah. A mountain boy? Why do nice girls like bad boys? <laughs> now there's the snoring. He was he really drunk? Did he pass out at his own party? I guess so. Looks like it. Oh my god, he sees Munchie. It's the first time an adult sees one. That's right. And he's like, I must art dis dissect this thing. Hey, why? Oh, he, he put him in a garbage bag. Yeah. Good thing there was a fucking garbage bag right there. Right. I didn't see a garbage bag a second ago. You could tell Munchie's in that garbage bag because you could see the puppeteer's hand uh, <laughs> uh, underneath. Puppeteers are into fisting. Yeah, well, they're professionals, too. Look what Jennifer Love Hewitt does. Drenches him in beer. And Artie... Oh, that's not the way. ...sneaks away. Lonnie trips him. Lonnie trips him? Yup. Yeah, things are not looking good for Elliot. Do you think he's Elliot, grown up from E.T.? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lonnie... You grow up in a munchy fucking rock... We know her from WKRP, but, I mean, she was in SWAT twice. She was in that sitcom Phyllis. She was in... Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. She was on Three's Company. She auditioned for Chrissy and didn't get it. Chrissy? Yeah. Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy. From Three's Company. horror movie? But she did get... Oh, Chrissy episodes of three's company and that's when abc noticed her and put her on uh uh krp well i have to say like that's probably one of the classic characters because she's so like she was really funny in that show she did, was not impressed and did not give any leanway to the boss gordon right. jump who was always uh yeah like so it wasn't like well we got ourselves uh, a model who can act 
you know, she was she was definitely a comedic she was definitely a comedic actress. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. Now it was you know, it was the sales guy Herb who was always coming on to her, and the boss was like a gentle teddy bear. She was real nice to the boss and she, and always rejecting Herb. It wasn't wasn't like the boss would say, "Oh, I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to fish for carp," and she'd be like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, okay, like she never really. He would try to. He would. They would always try to impress her, like everybody, all the men in that show, and she just didn't care. No, it was only the salesperson Herb who would constantly be made a oh. jerk by her. Um, Mr. Peterson, yeah, right. Mr. What was his name? Uh, was Peterson. I just know him as Gordon Jones. So there was uh, the the producer with his blonde hair. He was never coming on to. Nobody else came on to. Uh, Dennis, yeah, Dennis Sandy treated him, uh, her as an equal. Like they were, they would always talk eye to eye, like uh, about what was going on in the office. Like she knew more about the station than the manager, basically. And yeah, uh, the and uh, Gary Sandy would always like talk to her about stuff. Okay, so it's that a show, chase. like, yeah. It's a car chase in that Jeep, so I guess he got it working. This is good. Finally, it's been an hour since the last two car chases. So Elliot's on their tail, and now Munchie is driving, but he can't reach the pedal, so Artie is doing the accelerator brake. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable for the puppeteer to, to do the scene. <laughs> Single left. Use your, your singer. Uh-oh. Crash 1992. Production value. See the... Oh, look, all there cash. he is. No, that is... Um, uh, uh, gosh. The guy... That's the guy from uh, Back to the Future. And uh, that movie we saw in The Bean. What's his name? Flower. Oh, right. Oh, uh, oh interesting. He Buck Flowers. plays the bum, right? Right, yeah, the town bum. You know, good old town bum. I think his name's George Flower, but he had a nickname. Here it is, Buck. Buck Flower. That's who we just saw, and he got – it hit like an ATM, and so now he got all the money. Which, by the way, uh, that's the, the best way to get cash is to just run over the money machine and, like, fucking uh, bills fly – Okay, so now yeah. um, to get away from Elliot, who is very determined, uh, Munchie will fly. He'll make the Jeep fly. This is L.A. This is Los Angeles to the max, or at least Southern California. Culver City, I guess. Whoa. Whoa. Munchie. Munchie, you could fly? Yeah, whatever. Now, Elliot isn't paying attention, so he smashes into Hot Wintles. Dog Ruby. Wintles. Hamper. Oh, you know what? This might be the Wintles on, on Melrose. Uh -huh. I, well, probably not. There's plenty of Wintles, but that is a definite. Oh, bad luck. That's why you don't crash into donut shops. And the officer. Um, the internet would not tell me who these two guys are. But they're definitely faces. Look, I'll have a glaze. Have you ever been to a Winchell's? 
No, but Artie will later make a donut joke and the cops think it's funny. I guess it was before that was not cool. Oh, that was like, don't forget, like early 90s was always about like postal workers going postal and cops eating donuts. I mean, there was like peak, uh, peak uh, humor on that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he doesn't have his wallet. That's the third payoff. He can't. Oh, well, yeah, you're going to get arrested. You got you got to drive with a license. So he's like, there they well, are. Look, look up in the sky. Okay, now Munchie says, like, he asks, how long can we stay up here? And Munchie goes, not too long. It's a drain on my power. And then later in the movie, he's flying a plane. So it doesn't make sense. Uh, right. Yeah, that should drain him pretty quickly. I want to go to the amusement park. I want to get a donut. I want to get a fried dough. Is Love in the car with them? No. She is in the car with Love and her father chasing after Elliot. <laughs> and now we get the second diss. Wait a minute, I know that voice. Daffy, Daffy, tell them who I am. Daffy, tell them who I am. Officers, I've never seen this man before in my life. Oh! Burn! Drop the burn. Drop the Lonnie hammer. Let's Jeff go. Likes it. He he he. He he. She's drunk from all that beer she sprayed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, they reference that. They say, um, uh, he goes, "I haven't been drinking. I was sprayed by beer, with the by a little girl." Okay, <laughs> here comes the donut joke. So he made a jelly donut joke to a cop. That's not cool. And he's going off to the loony farm. He's like, there he is. That's him. Just looking crazy in front of the cops again. We don't need that shtick. We've seen it. Hasta la vista, baby. I guess that was a... Uh, reference to Terminator. You there, Mike? Audience with Mike. Oh. oh, there he is. So now, Munchie is going with the professor on this tour uh, of these ancient civilizations because he will answer questions for the professor as they go. Don't worry. You haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> professor, have excuses. Would you want to miss our flight? Which is a Latin reference. Time flies. Let's go. Mike, are you there? Now, I think that the movie misses out on an opportunity here 
because we were getting set up that Love Hewitt's father, who was a widower, would be a good match for Lonnie Anderson. But they don't do anything like, let's go to a restaurant or something. Okay, now there's some hubbub because the plane has left the tarmac, is on the tarmac without the crew. And we find out, ha ha, it's Munchie in the controls. Ellie, uh, Gage is the only one curious. And there's no way that they could see him, but they wave to him. What an actor. Wave again. Roll him. <laughs> Even though this is a drain on his power and he won't be able to keep him in the air for long. So we get another a bad ending in which we see everybody's face and we once again, I don't know. This film was horrible in my opinion. Mike, are you there, Mike? What? <laughs> I don't know, audience. I, it could mute, it automatically uh, mute my home studio. Uh, Tony's nipples. You heard that joke, right? There's ace masks. Yeah, I've been wearing a lot of ace masks today. There's my favorite, Monique. No. Monique Gabriel, who Monique uh, Gabriel. from acting. Gabriel. Scott Ferguson. Usually when they do these, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, like marquee titles where they show this, they always like smile. Like it's an off take they got, like an outtake where they mm -hmm. smile. Ooh, Agnes, Anus Scum. Right, Anus Scum was in this. And Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, an hour and 20 minutes later, that is the end of Munchie from 1992. Carl, what do you think of this movie? Black. <laughs> Sometimes you pick great ones, Mike. Look, Love Hewitt. Yeah. It's love. Yeah. Ace Mask and Love Hewitt. What a weird... Oh, piano player, Fred Olin Ray. Do you know who Fred Olin Ray is, Carl? Well, I didn't know why... He's directed over 100 movies. Tell me. Who is he? So he's a movie director. He makes hundreds and hundreds of cheap, fast movies. Mm -hmm. Probably the most famous one is Evil Tunes, where uh, uh, it's kind of like a Who Frames Roger Rabbit, but they, the cartoons try to rape women. And uh, he makes these, like, cheap monster movies. So I'm sure he's in the same circle, and they just got him in there. Well, yeah, because the Internet continued to tell me, piano player, piano player, every website you go to that talks about this thing, it would credit him. But I knew that there was nothing he did in the film. Munchie stole his drink. Uh, so you've explained yeah, yeah. it now. Yeah, he's a famous prolific B-movie uh, director. In fact, his movies are so bad, I usually pass on, on his films. They're hard to find. Like, I type an evil tune, and it's available for purchase. And uh -huh. uh, I used to watch that movie all the time on uh, premium cable. Not a pleasant movie. But 
He makes he he's like uh, he'll make children's films and then hard uh, horror films. You know, he just cranks out films. Right. So it's interesting that he's on this. So this movie is a piece of shit. Giving him a cameo. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? I take it back. I actually like this movie. As kids' movies go, where they have uh, playmate pets, this is probably my favorite. Okay. Pretty sexy. This uh, this drunk driving, sexually oriented. Okay, okay. We've done yeah. some kids films on this. Uh, I mean, Ernest Saves yeah. Christmas beats this film. I, Ernest Saves Christmas is like fucking Ulysses compared to this film. Are you kidding? <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> it's like watching Avatar. Well, uh, did you pick the end of our show? And time? what'd you pick? I picked it. I picked the child film for next time. Carl, you're gonna hate me, okay? You're gonna hate me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you a fig leaf to say the movie after this next show you should pick because I uh, next week's movie is Munchie Strikes Back, no! from 1994. Oh, oh my God! Munchie Strikes Back. <laughs> and we have a trailer. Uh, this is on the official YouTube page of Roger Corman. Okay. If you go to it's Munchie, Munchie Strikes Back, 1994, two years after this film. Jeez. It's another one minute, hour and 20 minute movie. That's probably why I picked it. What publisher? And uh, Roger Corman, official YouTube page. Okay, I'm there. I'm pausing. It's another All right. video clip. I mean, uh, yep. v- VHS. Direct to video. Yeah, direct to video. God. All right. Oh, shouldn't I do right. it for the, the audio? Yes, please. Okay. Munchie Strikes Back 1994 official trailer. Roger Corman is the channel. Uh, and I guess it's really Roger Corman. Three, two, one, go. New- yeah, it's a new Concord film. Yeah. Family entertainment. The people who hate their family. Oh no, it's Elliot. That's what I mean. Guess who's back? Munchie. It's not Dom DeLuise. Interesting. It's a different white boy, right? Same white boy? Different. Well, I. It's a different one, but the internet says. Uh huh. Interesting setup. So it's all about Elliot. Oh no, not the hot ass. <laughs> uh, Marvel. Oh, this is Home Alone right there. There's no way a human being could survive the damage. Even the wet bandits would be dead if uh, Kevin did this shit in Home Alone. Howard Hessman. Speaking of WKRP connection. Ah, right. Was he? Uh, All right. Well, that's next. He the flo- fl- uh, Hess. Not Les Nessman. Howard Hessman. 
He was not Venus. He was the no. No, no, he was Venus Flytrap's Johnny, friend, right? Johnny something. Johnny Thunder. Thunder. He... Yeah. Johnny something. Johnny Thunder. No. But it was something like that. Okay, so he... curse you, curse you, curse you, <laughs> curse you. I thought, okay, I just need. <laughs> I couldn't help it. So okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, there you go. So we would love for you to support uh, us keep watching Munchie Movies, and you can do that by donating to Venmo uh, at Muni Radio. We'll be back next uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, streaming on mutinyradio.fm, or you can subscribe to our podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is the name, and we'd love to uh, have you as we supply more Munchie Movies. Oh, I wonder, uh, Carl, before we go, I'm typing in Munchies to see if we have the original. Oh, no. For no reason. Well, Carl, would you like to take the movie after Munchie Strikes Back? Yeah. Because, uh, all right. (laughs) But I don't want to get back at you and pick a big piece of crap you have to research. I'll figure it out. I don't think I'll be so mean to you. We already did the switcheroo. Oh, I'm being mean to you? Oh, yes, yes. I'm being mean to you. You know it. You know it. Listen, this movie ended. Oh my God, Carl, Carl. Yeah, I changed my mind. Okay. Munchies, nineteen eighty-seven. Next week. Okay, night. Okay, so nineteen eighty-seven. Now that is the party one, and this one is more appropriate because it's the follow-up of our last story. But I don't mind. Um, it's yeah, Munchies. I don't mind either. I, I could go for. Okay. We'll have to back pocket Munchie Strikes Back. No, we will not. Carl, will we? No, it's one or the other. Don't back pocket. All right. Munchie. Okay. I will back pocket Munchie Strikes Back. We're going to watch Munchies with Harvey Corman next week. All right. Pick the Stream Factory, Stream Factory trailer. Well, okay. All right. I'm going to pick the Stream Factory. I could do the trailer myself. Uh, in a world. All right, here we go. I got I got Scream Factory TV. Okay. Munch okay, Munchies nineteen eighty seven official trailer HD Scream Factory TV. Yeah. Three, two, yeah. one, go. In a world. Ooh, now on Blu-ray. Hope it's a gold Blu-ray. <laughs> It's a comedy with Harvey Corman. Ooh, sexy kissing. Hey. Corman. Yeah. We went from Roger Corman to Harvey Corman. This will be more fun. You might. Oh, I love Gremlin ripoffs. Don't get me wrong. They're my favorite. We enjoyed Ghoulies go to college. Ghoulies Go to College is classic. Hey, you got your peanut butter on my kitchen floor. Oh, my God. These are nasty uh, critters. Munchies. No relation.
Piranha. Oh, this looks worse than Munchie Strikes Back. We're watching this. This will be more fun. Yeah, alright, we're watching Munchie's, uh, the original R-rated uh, comedy. Oh, I wonder if he even got a rating. The Munchies are munching the title. That's how cuckoo they are. It's cray cray. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we, we're watching Munchies next week. It's still cray cray. Carl, where can people find you? Um, people can go to uh, carlsucks.com. It won't have much content because uh, we're just getting over this COVID thing. But we do have the open mic now, which is a real thing every Tuesday at the Reserve Club in Elmwood Park, New Jersey. Just check out my Facebook and... Uh, you can look up Elmwood Park Reserve, Wenzel Street, 25 Wenzel Street in Elmwood Park every Tuesday. Come on down and try to be funny. 9 p.m., 8.30 sign. All right. All right. Well, sounds good. Uh, go, come on down now that the COVID crisis has ended officially. We can perform comedy again. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. You'll be there on Zoom. Yeah. With your hands. Yeah, on. I'll be there on Zoom. I'm looking Wearing forward to it. mask. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do my whole stick. I'll come out with a mask and go, hey, guys, at least I wore a mask, you assholes. Can I, can I spend the whole time uh, berating your audience? How dare you leave the house? It is an open mic. Open mic means anybody can get up, which is usually a bad thing. Anybody can say whatever yeah. they want. I look forward to it, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We're done. We, we can't go on. Otherwise, we're going to be watching Monkey's 4. So see you later. Carl, thank you so much. Audience. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Song, uh, my turn ons are satin sheets and weights, champagne tickles my nose. I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube.
to her It was from her A friend of mine It was a plan to screw me That's what they had in mind The cops are o'clock on Tuesday here at MutinyRadio.fm, and that means it's time for the Always Free Podcast. This is a podcast where I try to document uh, old rainbow news as well as rainbow current events. Later, we're going to have Finch's news segment. Uh, I might have a caller in from Rich and Spirit, who is a core crew member for Instant Soup. Instant Soup. Soup is a staple for the gathering. If you're ever hungry, you can always know you can get hot instant soup. Vegan, usually. And uh, he has some music. So we're going to play some of his music. It's just not a gathering unless you hear Rich in Spirit. We have some more news on the Estonia gatherings. And an old clip of... Uh, Somebody reading Butterfly Bill's Montana 2013 story. The music behind me is a jazz improv from the Kitty Village 
From the Kid Village Band back in Montana, 2000. Um, Tenali uh, does all this field recording, so you can hear those at soundsofthe-rainbow.org. Should we get this information? So before we get started with the news, I'm gonna play the song by our beloved Jai Love from Roadkill Cafe. It's called Welcome Home.
Welcome home. All this FOMO for missing out in the woods. <laughs> Thanks, Jai Love, for that song. So, I'm trying to get William, the half-bearded man, uh, wants to call him one of these days and do poems. Uh, he posted some poetry on Facebook, so let's listen to some of his poems. Beautiful. I guess I always tell people, oh, I just appreciate the magic and beauty of everyday situations. And then, meanwhile, this is my everyday situations. We are on the path, but the path is bumpy, and all the bumps each feel like mountains. And we must summit and learn and move on. Every Every peak is important, but we must summit and learn and move on. Every hill is a milestone, but yet every moment is just a stepping stone. Just the next moment. The next way of being. The next evolutionary skin dropping. New manifestation of your reality. New, uh, new hairdo. New clothes. New job. New place to live. New nickname, even, perhaps. People do all kinds of things to recreate themselves. To Perhaps it's to uh, unfold who they could be. Perhaps it's to close who they once were. Shh, don't tell them that. But we must choose a good path. We must work towards peace because technology will not save us. Government policy will not save us. Corporate capitalism will not save us. More plastic will not save us. Cheaper gas will not save us. Monsanto will not save us. The military will not save us. Only war will not save us. Only peace will save us. We'll only have peace if we have a philosophy that supports peace. We'll only have a philosophy that supports peace if we have a society that values peace. And we'll only have a society that values it if we have a democracy that protects it. And we will only have a democracy that allows for the valuing of the philosophy that supports the peace if we stand up to protect all of it. So find your path forwards through everyday situations. It's always a piece of the bigger picture. It's all those little battles and interactions in life that are important. That's where the rubber meets the pavement. I think that most of humanity's problems are simple lack of good communication. So learn to communicate. Open up. Reach out. Every day. All day long. Just 
do it at home, do it at work. Communicate with your partner and the coworker and the stranger and the other. Communicate, open up, talk to people. Oh, cool. Tell them all your biggest, darkest problems, but you know, say hello, how you doing? What's up out there, you know? Gas is expensive or cheaper, weather is nicer, or inclement or however. Start that conversation, you know? And let our shared perspective tease out the meaning of life's riddles. Kindle your fire of truth. Shine your light of love. Be a beacon together. Together we are the future. And if we were living a good path, I don't think anyone's ancestors would object. So, every moment with every person is where you'll find world peace. The battle between good and evil boils down to how you treat the earth, its inhabitants, and each other, and yourself. Finds his own books. He does a book binding workshop, the Poets uh, Corner at Rainbow Gathering. So look out for that if you're ever in the woods again. <laughs> we can never gather again. get large enough that they reach all the way back around to itself and then I think we get that holistic perspective. Only when we link the spectrum of our connected collective perspectives together can we see the whole picture and maybe get real answers. The time is now. Let us make history by making the future. World peace is the goal but inner peace is how we will achieve it. First we must heal ourselves. Then we can heal our families. Then we can heal our communities. Then we can heal our societies. And then we can heal the earth. And a healthy earth will heal the future. The now is a stepping stone. True equality would bring about peace and freedom. If we could have peace, we could have freedom. Without the expense of war, we humans could work less and spend more time enjoying life. Right? At the expense of war, humans could spend more time experiencing love and happiness and not hate and fear. But we make money from that, right? You know? The ultimate goal of life should not be to become individually successful, but it should be to live in a thriving, vibrant, loving community. Tiny micro communities woven into the bigger and broader communities. Life could be good if we let it build communities that fulfill each other's needs and then widen those circles. And it's more than possible. It's happening. So grow some of your own food. Mend your own clothes. Sew on some awesome pockets. Make your own music. Govern yourself. Heal yourself and each other. Be free and autonomous. Help yourself by helping others. 
I'm not talking about communism. I'm talking about paradise. And I'm pretty sure we can figure out all the little stuff later, because I'm also pretty sure that no one wants to get blown up by nuclear weapons or drink contaminated water tainted by corporations. So, let us build the future that we've been dreaming of, because in the battle between good and evil, peace is victory, and love is the ultimate weapon. Peace is victory, and love is the ultimate weapon. How is that not already like the national anthem, right? You know, peace is victory and love. Weapon, right? All right, okay, okay, okay. I'm just a hippie. What do I know about peace and love? He's not silly ideas. He's so much more than that. Uh, thanks again, William, for your words. Letting me play them on the station. Happy belated birthday. I just had a birthday. So this is another uh, another song from Dramica Music. This is the person that wrote the uh, I'm Going to the Woods song, the facetious satire about how they're not scared of COVID. They're going to the woods. Uh, they sent me a lot of other music too, so let's hear some more of what they have. to play touch us with your voice remind us why we are here let our souls rejoice in the music in the music in the music all those who have gone before us all those Hear them 
Yeah, thank you. Down with the music and the music. I think that flowed pretty well with the uh, with the po poetry that we just heard. Um, what a beautiful voice. What a beautiful song. Thank you for letting me um, share your music. And if you're listening to this in your Rainbow Family and you have links to your music or you want to just call in and sing songs or call in and talk about whatever, um, you know, we're always looking for more content for the Always Free. It's like the audio version of the paper version. It's so amazing how much crossover there is of Rainbow people that I know that I didn't know that I knew that then – um, we all hope Diamond Dave's doing well. William, I've known him for years. I have two of his handmade books on my shelf. They're beautiful. They're unique and amazing, and um, and I treasure them. And he even he even made like the covers with like kind of puffy and really beautifully sewn. Like they're yeah, the handmade. I I had a version too. Like um, he sent me one of his books when I was putting together the paper always free because. It's hard to find an always free within the last few years that doesn't have at least one of uh, William's poems in it. Sure. <laughs> He's a talented man. And as you said, he has half a beard and half not a beard, which is a really fun statement. Yeah, half yeah. beard. <laughs> and it's an anarchistic s statement. Yeah, I wonder if he chooses to have the the non-beard on like the, the side that the cops will see if they pull him over. <laughs> I wonder if that was a conscious choice. We'll have to ask. Um, hopefully they'll call in and, and um, give us some poetry someday. Uh, they said that they would, uh, but we just haven't linked up the right time. Um, I have some news from Estonia that Finch wanted to continue um, with last week. We started playing it last week. There's Because there's gatherings all over the world. Um, and all over the world people are dealing with COVID in, in different ways. So I'm going to play... Finch's news segment for you now, as long as it starts playing. Good afternoon, oh, everyone out there Good. in Radio Land, and welcome to another riveting installment of Rainbow in the News Around the World with the Estonia European Rainbow Gathering. When we last left our story, the Estonia Gathering was getting ready to set up in the, in the region of Ansla in Estonia, and the Board of Health and the police uh, were very nervous about the oncoming onslaught of hippies to their area in a time of coronavirus and pandemic. The following is a series of articles from July 17th through 22nd. It's still not the full complete set of news about the gathering because this is an ongoing story and quite frankly it attracted so much media attention in the region, the small region of Ansla, that there were many news articles published about it. So here is the next chapter. Uh, the news stories will be broken up with some rainbow songs with voices and instrumentals by people that you may recognize. So welcome to Rainbow in the News, and here's what's next. Ansla Municipality looking for legal ways to bar hippie festival. July 17th, 2020. On Friday, the representatives of the Ansla Municipality, the Health Board, the Police and Border Guard Board, and other authorities met in connection to a month-long hippie festival. The municipality was given a recommendation to cancel the festival. Ansla Deputy Mayor Kumet Mursep and Tia Lut 
head of the Southern Region of the House Board, opened up the meeting on Vika Radio's news show, Udis Plus. Mersep acknowledged that there has been no application made to the municipality to host the event. The national institutions behind the table recommended Ansla Municipality to order the event cancelled, and we are trying to do so, but it is difficult to cancel something legally that has not even been requested. He confirmed that if the order is given, but there are still signs of an event on the location, further action will be handed over to the police. Morsep added that they are trying to get the landowner to register the event, but they have not yet reached an agreement. Tia Lut, representative of the health board, said that the largest point of concern is the internationality of the event. She said there is no condition in the material regarding the self-isolation of visitors from high-risk countries. Lut said, There are no disinfectant stations available for hygiene, which we strongly recommend. Those should be based on alcohol for this spread of COVID-19. Their lifestyle excludes that. Lut explained, the health board wants all events to meet requirements that have been set and be safe. Safe for visitors. Safe for the local community. Further actions will become clear at a later meeting. Starting Monday, there is a month-long hippie festival planned to take place in Ansa Municipality, with invites being shared in closed groups. The invites state that the use of toothpaste, soap, and shampoo is forbidden because it does not meet the principles of the festival. By editor Christian Halas. Short numbers and then uh, a little longer one here. We're going to start with a little tune here. This is my best showpiece here. It's called Malagania. to map hippie spread. July 21st, 2020, opinion piece by Mattis Sepam.
a colony of immigrant hippies was discovered in Ansla. Through the new smart application, people can transmit information about the spread of hippies in Estonia. The hippie found near home should be placed in an envelope and forwarded to the Environmental Board for Research, mediates Madis Sepam. The colony of immigrant hippies discovered in Ansla was of concern to people in the surrounding settlements as well as to various government agencies. Therefore, the Environmental Board ordered a map solution with a targeted procurement which every conscientious citizen can make notes on if he notices a hippie near him. When launching the app, you must allow access to location data, then you can enter more detailed observations into the smart app, such as the number of hippies, physical dimensions, number of fringes, and color. To help users, the app also includes sample photos of typical hippies and common accessories. When you give access to your phone's camera, automatic facial hair detection allows you to distinguish a hippie from a completely safe local Estonian hipster. However, the Environment Agency reminds you that since it is difficult to distinguish immigrant hippies from locals with an untrained eye, it is also worth noting if you find a bunch of people sitting in a weird pose, listening to acoustic guitar music, or if someone is just cheerful. The data collected are used to control the invasive alien species Happimus annoyamus in larger foci. The coronavirus drove many Estonians to rural areas where they ignored plants and animals. Organic food, however, attracts hippies like a burning lamp of moths, warns the environmental board. However, it is possible to keep the dreaded hippie away from your household with these simple tricks. If you raise a flock of chickens, put a sign behind the fence that your chickens are depressed and eat the same food as you. Play loud, aggressive techno or trance music. You can choose from your favorite bands, but various authorities recommend the scooter, which has proven to be extremely effective. If you find that hippies have already invaded your garden and squeezed the juice out of the celery stalks there, warn them that your celery is inorganic, GMO, and planted in pure synthetic fertilizer. While mowing the lawn or lying in a hammock, drink beer from large groups and avoid handicrafts from small factories. The health board, for its part, warns that independent control should keep a distance as immigrant hippies can spread many viruses. In the worst case, there is a danger that the terrorist hippie community will infect the whole life of your family with its hugs, which can be fatal to an Estonian with poor immunity. Anyone with a small volume is asked to pull out disposable gloves, put the found hippie in an envelope, and send it to the environmental board for statistical research via a parcel machine.
still searching for the human race. Well, there's Betty and the Blue Marine and Don, but the one that made the show go on is that prepubescent little carrot top kid named Young Master Will Robinson. He was lost in space without a trace. He was lost in space, still searching for the human race. Raccoon in his old bowling shoes, shuffling his feet and his whistling the blues because I'm lost in space without a trace. I am lost in space, still searching for the human race. Please cordoned off around Ansla, not let anyone out until the arrival of the responses. July 21st by Carl Robert Poom. The police have taken over the hippie camp organized in Ansla and will not allow anyone to move in or out of the area. The police support the decision of the health board and for their part help to identify and test people on the ground. The police also ensure that no one leaves the area or adds new people. Surveillance around the camp is likely to remain for several days until the test results of the 20 people currently on site are known. If the test gives a positive result to one of the participants in the event, he or she will be sent to quarantine, where the survivors will be provided with what they need to cope. People with a negative result are allowed to leave, explained Ottomar Verk, head of the Operational Information Service of the Sudden Prefecture. According to him, the camp is estimated to have a little over 20 people, all of whom will be analyzed. According to police official, the situation in the camp is calm. The atmosphere is nice and friendly. The purpose of the camps is actually the same. They also want the virus not to spread and everything to stay healthy. Although this mutual understanding took some time, we sincerely hope that both the organizer and the participants will realize that these decisions are all to protect the health of both of them and members of the community. According to Virgie, the people left in isolation in the camps are provided with everything they need for life, and no one is left in trouble.
water, I'll be back for your heart. You know, I've never felt someone quite like you. I won't forget your charm. But I'll be trying. I know I'll get it just right. Yeah, yeah, Ansla hippie happening. The situation is calm. Access to the camp is closed. By Tiet Loim, reporter for the Post Times, July 21st, 2020. The police are currently helping to identify which countries the people from are coming from in the Ansla hippie camp. Should corona positive be found, they must be quarantined. Healthy people who have not been exposed to the virus will be given the opportunity to leave. According to Police Major Atamar Verga, the situation is calm and there is no reason to talk about the need to use force. The event European Rainbow Gathering started in Ansla Municipality on July 20th to August 19th, where people from COVID risk areas have already arrived. The health board decided to ban the event both to protect the lives and health of the participants and to ensure overall infection safety. The agency is also assisted by the police. Activities are underway. We have long been in touch with the organizers and the people who are there. We are currently operating there as part of the health board's request for assistance. We help identify which countries people come from. All people are currently being tested. We are waiting for answers, if at all and how many positive answers will come from it. After that, go to any positive quarantine exposed to them as well. We will give those who are not positive, or if there are no positive ones, the opportunity to leave in the coming days, described Ottomar Verk, head of the Operational Information Service of the Southern Prefecture. We will not let new people in. Police have blocked access to it. That's how relatively calm it is. The aim is to ensure safety, that the virus does not spread to these people or beyond, not to Ansla's people or anywhere. Therefore, we cannot and do not want to disperse it in any way. It is necessary to know the condition of these people, added Verk. A local villager who drove out of the campground on Tuesday at around 7.15 p.m. told the South Estonian postman that the situation in the camp is generally calm. They're arguing with someone who doesn't wish to give a sample, said the man who wished to remain anonymous. According to the man, yesterday he brought five tons of clean water to the camps for washing. However, as he came into closer contact with them, the villagers had to give a corona test today. According to the man, some locals had also visited the camp yesterday, but there was no closer communication between the locals and the campers that he knew. According to him, there are probably about half a hundred people in the camp. According to Verga, there are still relatively few people in the camp, so there could not be much unrest there at the moment. According to the police chief, the community is benevolent, nice, and understanding. We are definitely trying to find the best solution for everyone. I talked to the landowner, and he said that, of course, the most important thing is people's health. But what happens if people who have been given the opportunity to leave still do not? We are looking at it on an ongoing basis. Of course, we have different plans, A and B, but we are still looking for where the goal could be achieved. In other words, the virus could not spread. To minimize this risk, I believe that everything is a matter of negotiation. There is definitely no reason to think about any strong thing right now, Verk replied. As of 6.30 p.m., the entrance to the campsite has been closed by the police. The journalist of South Estonian Post-Times Arvid Bredax was present at the campsite. 
At the request of the owner of the property, only officials or service people are allowed on the campsite. Thus, around 6.35 p.m., three outdoor toilets were taken to the campsite. The testing is mainly due to the fact that, to the knowledge of the health board, people from countries with a high infection rate, i.e. from risk areas such as Portugal, are participating in the camp. Those who arrived from there should have been quarantined for two weeks when they arrived in Estonia, but have probably not done so. the Ansla Hippie Camp. Once we are here, we will do our summer days immediately. The Ansla Hippie Camp was disbanded with great force, but nothing is wasted. The health board will immediately hold its summer days there. Published July 21st, 2020. The health board decided to ban the European Rainbow Gathering, an event held in Ansla Municipality. According to the health board, the place and the already established resource will not be wasted. The summer days of the health board will be held there immediately. The health board also shared its summer day plan with the public. Tuesday, July 21st, 12 o'clock, arrival of the employees of the institution at the location of the so-called hippie camp. Police and rapid response personnel provide security and release the current camp. 13 o'clock, unpacking things and placing them into tents taken from hippies. Faster arrivals also get better drugs confiscated from hippies. 14 o'clock, gathering in the main square, replacement of the hippie rainbow flag with the logo of the health board, festive burning of the hippie flag to prevent the spread of the COVID-19 virus. 15 o'clock, the police and fast responders have also picked up the last bidding hippies from the forest and lined them up in the main square, festive burning of hippie clothes, so the last COVID-19 virus would not spread. 16 o'clock, practical workshop, rapid testing of hippies COVID-19. 
17 o'clock. Hippies are sent from the camp to go to the premises sought by the municipality. No one is allowed to go away until the test results are available. However, being a humane institution, we provide hippies with 10 boxes of desiccant for reconciliation and evening consumption. 18 o'clock. Free time, dance, and trolling. The local Ansla Asthmatic Ensemble, Atish, is responsible for the musical side. We ask all colleagues to consume homemade alcohol and drugs taken from hippies responsibly and in moderation. Hippies have many times more tolerance than ours, so be careful. Wednesday, July 22nd. 6 o'clock, waking up and clutch who slept with whom. 9 a.m., police and rapid responders command the hippies back to camp. 10 o'clock, Minister of Social Affairs Tanel Keeg's greetings to the employees of the agency and admoni- admonitions to the hippies. 11 o'clock, election of the new head of the health board. The draw is made in such a way that each employee selects a candidate of their choice and puts the note in a hat taken from a hippie, which has been soaked in disinfectant overnight. 12 o'clock, welcome speeches by the new head of the health board. 13 o'clock, hippie quick test results arrive. 1302, extremely fast assembly of personal belongings of the staff of the agency and evacuation of the ultra-fast summer days of the agency from the hippie campsite. In any case, the uncoated desiccant is poured into the camp at night, and the corona crisis hearth is set on fire. End of summer days! Through the best of times, through the worst of times, through Nixon and through Trump. Do you remember 36? We went our separate ways. You fought for Stalin, I fought for freedom. You believe in authority, I believe in myself. I'm a Molotov cocktail, you're a Don Perry non, baby, what's that? Confused look in your eyes. What I'm trying to say is that I burn down buildings while you sit on a shelf inside of them. You call the cops on the looters and pie throwers. You call it class war. I call them co-conspirators. Cause baby, I'm an anarchist. You're a spineless liberal. We marched together for the eight-hour day and held hands in the streets of Seattle. But when it came time to throw bricks through that Starbucks window, you left me all alone. in awe at the red, white, and blue on the 4th of July. While those fireworks were exploding, I was burning that fucker and stringing my black flag high, eating the peanuts that the parties have tossed you in the backseat of your father's new Ford. You believe in the ballot, you believe in reform, you have faith in the elephant and jackass. And to you, solidarity is a four-letter word. We're all hypocrites, but you're a patriot. You thought I was only joking when I'm screaming, kill Whitey, at the top of my lungs, at the cops and the cars and the men in their suits. No, I won't take your hand and marry the state. Cause baby, I'm an anarchist, you're a spineless liberal. We marched together for the eight-hour day and held hands in the streets of Seattle. But when it came time to throw bricks through that Starbucks window, you left me all alone, all alone.
many of the recent news articles about the police action on the European Rainbow Gathering in Estonia have used identical quotations from the same public officials. So in an attempt to be expansive but not duplicitous, the following is a compilation of those news articles. The most recent one dated July 22nd, 2020. Current state of the European Rainbow Gathering. Going to the Rainbow Festival in Ansla is forbidden. The health board banned the Ansla hippie camp. Participants are being tested for coronavirus at the site and the area is being monitored by police. The results of the quick tests will be announced tomorrow. On Tuesday, the health board performed a coronavirus test on all participants in the so-called hippie camp in Ansla and ordered that the event be terminated, confirmed to the ERR. The health board decided to ban the European Rainbow Gathering event in Ansla from July 20th to 9th, August 19th, which has already attracted people from COVID-19 risk areas both to protect the lives and health of the participants in the Rainbow family and to ensure overall infection safety. The health board was told by ERR that the organizer of the event has been informed about the ban on the hippie camp. The agency will go there and tests will be made for all participants just in case because to the knowledge of the health board, people from countries with a high infection rate, i.e. from risk areas, will take part in the camp. E.K. Kingsep media advisor of the health board, assured the South Estonian postman on Tuesday afternoon that the employees of the board will go to the venue of the Rainbow Festival in Ansla Parish and that all participants will be tested just in case. This is mainly due to the fact that, to the knowledge of the health board, the camp is attended by people who have come from countries with a high infection rate, i.e. from risk areas such as Portugal. Those who arrived from there should have been quarantined for two weeks when they arrived in Estonia, but they have probably not done so. At 4 p.m., the police had closed the road to the hippie camp and started checking the participants. According to Tia Luti, the head of the southern region of the health board, it is forbidden to go to the event because in addition to COVID-19, people from high-risk countries and non-compliance with the self-isolation requirement the Rainbow Festival is not intended to provide even basic hand-washing facilities. The lack of soap and running water hand-washing, the use of non-compliant outdoor toilets, and close human contacts are very favorable ground for the spread of various infectious diseases, said Lute, who said that participants also do not have the opportunity to wash food dishes with running water. At the same time, perishable food is stored in a warm environment. In the event of a collective infection, neither assistance nor calling is organized. It is also not possible to access the tents or provide assistance to the property by ambulance, Lute explained. The photographer, who was at the campsite, described the presence of emergency responders, police officers, and employees of the health board. No one will be let in or out, and a quick test will take place at the campsite. Ike Kingsep explained that the results of the test will be announced tomorrow, and until then, the camps will not be allowed out of the area. The rural municipality takes care of people's well-being. In addition, the rural municipality found premises where, if necessary, corona-positive people could be placed for a couple of weeks. 
In addition to the health board, the Onslow Rural Municipality Government also believes that the event should not take place in this form. As no application for a permit for a public event has been submitted to the Onslow Rural Municipality Government, the Rural Municipality Government has not given permission to organize the event, said Onslow Deputy Mayor Cormet Morsepa. We are in constant contact with both the health board and the police, and we fully support their activities. Compliance with the ban is monitored by the Health Board and the Police and Border Guard Board, which acts on the basis of a request for professional assistance. Ike Kingsep, the media advisor of the Health Board, told Delphi that the staff of the board is also present on the spot and tests the participants, as many of them have come from countries with a high risk of infection. As the area is guarded by police officers who will probably have to stay there for a longer time, Ansla municipality ordered outdoor toilets for them. According to King Seppa, the first goal of the agency is to stop the arrival of new people. But in the end, it is desired that all campers leave voluntarily because there are problems with water and other hygiene conditions during the gathering. The health board has already imposed the first penalty payment. The police hope to find a peaceful solution. There is also a police station operating on the basis of a request for assistance. According to Ottomar Virki, the operational head of the Southern Prefecture, the police have been in contact with the health board for several days and visited the site. We support the decisions of the health board. We are currently identifying people. Initially, our task is to reduce the risk of the coronavirus spreading. Those people, fortunately not many of them have arrived, who come from countries at risk are being tested. Those who test positive will be quarantined. There is no other option. We will give the rest of the people the opportunity to leave the area in the coming days. We do not allow new people into the area. Virk described the police activities to Delphi. Virk noted that the hippie community is generally relatively peaceful and friendly. World views are different. Those who believe that a coronavirus exists, those who do not, he said. We will definitely find a solution that is as peaceful as possible, Virk promised. Unfortunately, this is the situation, and if the situation of the virus improves, it will probably be possible to organize a similar event next year or the next year without any problems, Virk said. Onsla Municipality received information from the Health Board about the European Rainbow Gathering event in Onsla Municipality on 15 July. On the same day, the Health Board sent additional questions to the event contact person with instructions on how it is currently possible to run events with a larger number of participants. Although the contact person generally replied that he complies with the rules, the questions asked by the Health Board remained unanswered. As a result, the Health Board proposed to Ansla Parish, the Environmental Board, the Environmental Inspectorate, the Rescue Board, the Police and Border Guard Board, the South Estonian Hospital, and the contact person of the event to meet and discuss the situation at Ansla Parish Hall on Friday. The event contact person attended the meeting by phone. The authorities considered that, in the circumstances, no safe conditions had been created for the event to take place. The Onslow Rural Municipality Government met on the evening of July 17th and issued an order that the gathering of the rainbow is not allowed in this form. The Health Board handed over the decision to ban the event to the contact person on the 20th of July. The invitation to the hippie camp planned for a month on a private property in Onslow Municipality on Monday stated, among other things, that the use of sh Shampoo, soap, and toothpaste near water is prohibited in order to prevent pollution of drinking water. 
According to Miriam, who had previously attended the Rainbow Gathering event, the event has been misunderstood in several things, and he was surprised by the ban on the event. It was written somewhere that alcohol-based disinfectants are banned. That's not right. If they don't have enough, they could be better equipped. At last year's European gathering in Sweden, there was pretty good hygiene and no problems. At the toilet, definitely had to wash their hands and cut their nails before handling food, he told the ERR. According to Miriam, other detergents are certainly not prohibited, but pollution of water bodies is avoided, and every day when you are really in nature, you are not soaked at all, just like in tents or hiking in nature. The grounds on which the health board wants to suspend the event remain incomprehensible, Miriam stated. Hopefully a solution will be found that satisfies both parties. The Rainbow family will definitely remain peaceful. I can't imagine anything uglier than forcibly dispersing peaceful hippies who are already on the road. Come anyway, and I know there is no reason to disperse them completely, he said. After reports of police surrounding the site, the following two updates were posted on the Facebook group for the European Rainbow Gathering in Estonia, as well as the thread for the Estonian Rainbow Gathering on rainbowforum.net. From Facebook, The private land where the gathering was to be held is surrounded by police, so no entry or exit. Those inside and probably around will have to take a test. If positive, the person has to quarantine for two weeks with food provided. Please do not come. Edit. It is a nose swab that goes up pretty far into the nose. One official said that if one person refuses, all would have to quarantine. We'll update soon. Edit. Most have taken the test and can go, if negative, tomorrow evening or the next day. Now we just chilling, but people are forbidden to stay after this. And from the Rainbow Forum site, last update today. Police have taken our details and we all did voluntary test. Tomorrow results and then we have to leave. We are now with 35 people and five children. Our host has been in the media. She has to pay a fine of 800 euro that we hope to pay with the magic hat of last year if the Swedish and Israeli brothers show up with their part of the magic hat. We are safe and still smiling. We hope to make a circle for consensus for next Euro gathering. Okay, thanks, Finch, for our news update from the Rainbow News from Estonia. It's interesting to see the kind of things that people deal with all over the world when it comes to rainbow gatherings, especially now during these COVID times. So the stream went down uh, for a little bit. I don't know how long the stream was down, but later on, we'll, um, the whole thing was recorded. So hopefully we'll be able to put the uninterrupted version up. I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Kamali, who was here last week. And we had a lot of fun hanging out with Rainbow Stuff and uh, <laughs> Rainbow Stuff and Things and Lobster Day, the internationally recognized holiday that we made up. This is a recording of, of an original song from um, from them. So I'm really, this is a raw, always free exclusive
before I begin to feel sick Cause I'm back on the bourbon And I'm raging every night I'll be haggard in the morning But tonight I feel just right There's no cause for concern I won't make it your problem. I'll make my own money and I'll buy my own bottle. Let's pass it around and drink to their deaths and suck it all down till there's not one drop left. Cause I'm back on the bourbon and I'm raging every night. I'll be haggard in the morning, but tonight I feel just right. Ow! Oh, That was an always free exclusive. Nobody has ever aired that on the radio before. That's <laughs> it's a little piece of Kamali that we get to keep. And who doesn't want a piece of Kamali? All right. Thank you again. That was beautiful. I think I'm going to start playing um, Butterfly Bill's, an excerpt from his uh, his book about the 2013 Rainbow Gathering that Finch recorded for us. And it might not play all the way through because we're expecting a call from Rich in Spirit. So we're going to play some of uh, his music as well. So if we don't get through the, the 2013 Montana story of Butterfly Bill, we can do it next week. And thanks again to Finch for sending in the news recordings and keeping us updated. And Kamali for your words. And all of you for listening. The Long Walking Gathering, Montana 2013, by Butterfly Bill. The 2013 annual National Rainbow Gathering in the Beaverhead Deer Lodge National Forest in Montana was spread out over a site that measured over two and a half miles from its northernmost to its southernmost populated areas. My daily commute from the place where my van was parked to Info was a mile and a half each way, and a round trip from Info to Dinner Circle was over a mile. Adding to that, visits to Kid Village a quarter mile away and any other exploring of the site I wanted to do, I probably walked at least six or seven miles in any single day, and many days more than that. And the walks often seemed longer because I could frequently see my destination in the distance across the sagebrush and grass that covered most of the site, and I'd think I was close until I found myself walking a lot more than I was thinking I'd have to. Much of this was a result of a personal choice that I made to commute to my van parked in handy camp every night after spending most of the day around the info booth rather than sleeping in the tent that I set up there. It was possible to stay on the hills where most of the population was and visit lots of kitchens and events with relatively little walking, though the walking you'd do would be mostly up and down mountain slopes of sometimes 20 degrees or more, and many did this but I felt that the daily walk back to my van enabled me to watch the gathering grow and then diminish, and to know what was going on at the front gate and the other side of the valley. 
I also found the morning walk to be conducive to meditation and reflection, and during that time I composed in my head some of the paragraphs that follow in this essay. This gathering was on the same site that was used in 2000. To me, the western border of Montana looks like a human face in profile, with a long nose extending down over some puffy cheeks with a pair of puckered lips in the middle. The gathering was near the space between the nose and the lips where a mustache would be. While standing in the main meadow, you could see the valley sides to the left and right slope down low and frame some snow-covered mountains in the distance. This was the Bitterroot Range, and the crest of it is the border with Idaho. The nearest town was Jackson, about 12 miles away down a root road, dirt road that ran through cow pastures after leaving the forest, and the nearest place to do any normal shopping was Dillon, 